Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. When you're working with um, a CPA and you're interviewing them, that's one thing to ask for. Make sure that they've got the apples to apples comparison with other investors like you and get references, which is what I've, I'm doing. And I'm going to call them up and I'm sure they'll check out. Best ever listeners, I want to mention Lima One Capital. And I found out about them through a guest that I was interviewing on the show. And he mentioned how he was scaling his business. He was actually buying 10 single family homes within one year. And I asked him, how were you able to buy 10 single-family homes and how were you financing that? And he's like, oh, well, I just use an asset-based lender. I was like, who is that? And he told me it's a Lima One Capital. I reached out to them afterwards, got to know them, and they are the sponsor of today's episode because they've got some unique lending programs. Uh, one of them is called Rental 30, where, as I mentioned, they're an asset-based lender. So... They're lending based on the property's appraised value, as well as they look at the down payment that you're bringing to the table and the cash reserves. Uh, They'll lend up to 75% loan to value. And this is huge. This is huge because typically as a single family investor, uh, your lending strength is based on your personal income, as well as how many properties you have, how many loans you have out. There's no restrictions on portfolio size with their Rental 30 program. Go to lima1capital.com forward slash best ever. Sign up. Learn more about their program. That's lima1capital.com forward slash best ever. They also have a program for fix and flippers. Even if you haven't done a fix and flip, they'll still lend to you. They've been in the business uh, since 2010. So they've been around the block. They know their underwriting guidelines. They're not loosey-goosey, but they do have a very specific uh, criteria um, that helps beginning fix and flippers get their fix and flip projects done, as well as experienced fix and flippers. They reward you as an experienced fix, fix and flipper and you actually get a lower interest rate and lower origination fee. Again, go to lima1capital.com forward slash best ever. And some legal stuff I have to say, it is Lima One Capital LLC. And the NMLS ID number is 1324403. And their address is 201 East McBee Avenue, Suite 300, Greenville, South Carolina, 29601. Again, lima1capital.com forward slash best ever. If you're looking for 
a fix and flip loan, or if you're looking for a buy and hold investment property and you're trying to finance it and you want it to be asset based, lima1capital.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, hello, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is a show where we cut out the fluff and we talk about the best advice that moves your business forward. Today's Friday. So, well, happy Friday, first and foremost. And because it's Friday, we're going to do follow along Friday where I talk about what I got going on. And the whole time I'm talking about that, I'm thinking about how the heck this can benefit you because you are an entrepreneur or real estate investor or aspiring real estate investor. So that's my thought process. That's the lens I'm looking through. And here's what's happened over the course of this week. Uh, Well, the first thing would be my thoughts are with the people in Houston who were affected by the floods. I have properties. I have a 155-unit and a 250-unit in Houston. Thankfully, everybody in our communities is fine. In fact, the 155-unit that we just closed on to about a month ago or so, uh, that wasn't affected at all. And the 250-unit, we had a breaker that got blown out, and it caused three of our buildings to be without electricity. But that was quickly resolved, and fortunately, there's been no water in the units. I have been a part of a flood before with one of my properties, and it's no fun. You have to figure out if it makes sense for you to go to the insurance route or if it makes sense just to eat the costs. So it's uh you know, it's a it's a no win situation all around. Unfortunately we didn't have anything like that happen, but most importantly, everybody at our communities was safe as far as I know. There hasn't been any reported issues. And then again, thoughts are with all of you who were affected by that in Houston and the surrounding areas. The other thing I got is the 320 units that I've been focused on. We are scheduled to close June 3rd. As of now, we'll see. Um, you know, if if that if we stay on pace for that that closing, we should, unless something unforeseen comes up, which sometimes it does when you're buying 320 unit apartment community. The place I'm at with that is we just got done with an investor call where we record re- we recorded it. For those who couldn't make the call but uh, I have a relationship with and who have expressed interest in investing in the deal. So just closing that out. Uh, it's Out of all the deals, this actually has gone the quickest. And I don't know if it's a result of just doing more deals and building the investor network or uh, this deal in particular or a combination of the two. I will find that answer out on the next deal that I do and um, see how that uh, how that timeline goes. I'm also working with one of my clients who is on the general partner side with me on this deal. He's raising money and um, you know, it's, it's uh, an amazing way for him to get going in the multifamily space and it's going to be a win-win situation all around. So really cool to bring him in on that and um, looking forward to a successful project. The other thing that I want to mention is 
I am so happy. <laughs> I am like smiling ear to ear that I hired an administrative assistant slash marketing manager. Hallelujah. That is the, it's going to be a game changer. My gosh, it's much needed. It's about a year overdue. The reason why I finally pulled the trigger is because I'm reading the book. I am, I'm like 10 pages till I'm done. So I'm pretty much done with the book, The Millionaire Real Estate Agent by Gary Keller and Jay Papazan. And if you remember, uh, as a loyal best ever listener, I actually interviewed Jay Papazan on the show, episode 212. I highly recommend listening to that. He, th- he thinks differently. And it's a it's an interview that you need to listen to as a real estate investor and if you're an agent. But really, it's it's focused on more of the investor stuff. In the book, the millionaire real estate agent, uh, it he Gary and Jay talk about how your first hire as an agent should be administrative assistant. In fact, they mentioned the first two hires should be an administrative assistant. And I'm not a an agent. But I have I saw how what he was talking about applies to what I've got going on with my podcast, with you know the the multifamily syndication, with my clients that I have, and those are the three ways I make money. So I needed someone to help me with the administrative stuff as well as the marketing. I'm putting a huge focus on the podcast. I just see tremendous opportunity continuing to grow our community and we're and I, I wouldn't be able to get to the next level without some administrative help. So I am so pumped up about that. If you are a best ever guest or previous best ever guest, you I'm sure will end up meeting Samantha at some point in time because she'll be working with you on some interview outreach stuff after your interviews aired. So I'm just so happy about that, and that's a big move for me and my company. And on a related note, I also met with a a CPA today. I want to get my taxes slash just bookkeeping in one spot, and I want it to be able to be just turnkey for me. Right now, I don't have the proper setup. I know that, and I met with him today a, a a gentleman, a CPA out of Cincinnati. And what I'm going to end up doing is the cost is, because you might be curious if you wanted something similar, the cost is 500 bucks a month for bookkeeping. And that includes the tax return uh, that they prepare at the end of the year. And uh, that is just going to be a, a breath of fresh. I, I wanted to say lifesaver, and perhaps it is. I mean, uh, my brother has, it when, when he was... Let's see, this time last year, so was he, 46 years old, when he was 45 years old, he actually had a stroke, and it was when he was doing taxes. Now, there were other factors that went into that, but I think the main thing was just stress, and taxes can cause strokes. I think I think that's, uh, I think anybody would agree with me on that who's had to burn the midnight oil doing taxes and I don't want any part of the bookkeeping although I need to oversee it I know Tony Robbins talks about making sure you are overseeing things you're not just completely turning it over to people because then money just 
tends to vanish even with the best intentions. So I am going to have a bookkeeper handle all of the income coming in, all of the expenses, and they're going to give me a monthly report. Doesn't that just sound beautiful? It does to me. And then once I get that, I'll review it every month. Any transactions that were made during the month that they don't know where to go, I let them know. And they'll just have those records on an ongoing basis. And one of the things that I asked whenever I was interviewing this CPA is to get some references. And he actually mentioned a group that is very successful in multifamily syndication and a real estate developer as well. They've been doing their accounting and bookkeeping for 20, 30 years. That gave me a lot of confidence in this group because it's one thing to have uh, experience in accounting and it's another to have the apples to apples experience with a client who does exactly what I do. That's what I was looking for. So when you're working with um, a CPA and you're interviewing them, that's one thing to ask for. Make sure that they've got the apples to apples comparison with other investors like you and get references, which is what I've, I'm doing. And I'm going to call them up and I'm sure they'll check out. That's another big kind of process thing that I'm implementing the CPA and the bookkeeping, as well as having an admin slash marketing manager. The 320 units, like I mentioned, we're closing June 3rd continuing to uh, finalize that. The Houston properties, thank goodness, everybody's okay there. And um, the properties, one of them had very minimum damage, another one didn't have any at all. Then the 168 units in Cincinnati, still finalizing the contract with the buyer, and we'll keep you posted as there's relevant updates there. And then the last thing, not to bring the conversation down to a depressing level, but this is something that's you know happened to me over the past week, and that's the purpose of this episode, to talk about what I've got going on in my life and what I've learned from it. And I'll tell you, there were three instances that I came across death, or was exposed to death in the past week. One of them was you know just through a podcast, so it kind of sounds a little kind of sounds a little ridiculous that I'm even mentioning it. But Tim Ferriss interviewed a guy who's been exposed to over a thousand deaths over his time as a doctor. This gentleman also has three limbs that were um, lost during an accident whenever he was in college. And this guy talked about his experiences with death and what he learned from it, which it coincided with someone else I met on a plane coming from Dallas to Cincinnati. I was in Dallas visiting the property, the 320 units. And this gentleman on the plane who I was sitting next to, we had a really good conversation and we were talking about family and uh, loved ones. And I started asking about his kids and he told me he had four kids and he mentioned the first three and then he mentioned the fourth, and I was like, well, you know, what are they all doing? And he told me what the first three were doing. And then the fourth one, he said, well, it's actually an, uh, kind of a complicated story with my fourth one. And I said, um, you know, what do you mean? What, what do you mean complicated? And he said, well, he's actually been missing since uh, now this time last year. It was the one-year anniversary he's been missing. He said, and I know who did it. 
and he hasn't been arrested yet, but he has been indicted on uh, some other charges. Uh, and not I don't I don't want to dig into this story too much because uh, it, I don't need to in order to get the point across for what I'm trying to. So I'll just say that one of his learnings from this experience of having his son now his 18 year old. Um, son now be missing for a year and assuming that he's dead, uh, which is probably a, a safe assumption considering the circumstances he was in. He said that you can choose to decide how you interpret things and uh, what he's decided to do is he's decided to have empathy towards others and really taking in the moments that we have with each other uh, I can tell you that that experience, um, learning from him, listening to the Tim Ferriss podcast, as well as my oldest brother's closest best friend, as well as a business partner, uh, ended up dying unexpectedly in a one-car accident within this past week. Flipped his Jeep in Dallas and didn't make it. So out of all those three things... I mean, clearly there are multiple things that can be taken away from it. And one of them is, like I mentioned, having empathy towards others and really feeling what they're feeling, knowing that we're all in this together and we're all in it for a very relatively short amount of time together, which is the second thing. And that's the brevity of it all. And the gentleman whose son has been missing for a year, that's what he said. He said, Boy, we're we're here just for a short amount of time, and while I am certainly and have exhausted all the leads, and uh, will continue to do so, I also have to appreciate the time that we have on Earth. And the gentleman who has worked with you know over a thousand people who have passed away said the same thing. Just kind of appreciate the moments and uh, hearing from people who have experienced those type of traumatic events. And then, you know, seeing the effects that it has on people like my, my brother who lost his best friend. And uh, it, it really brings things into focus. It really puts things in perspective for what, you know, I'm trying to do with my career and with this podcast. And really focuses me on the importance of just enjoying the journey, enjoying the process one of the things that Tony Robbins talks about is to enjoy the journey because by the time we get to the destination, it's 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 likely that's going to be a very short amount of time that we stay at the destination and then we're back on to another journey. So it's really important that we enjoy the journey because we're going to be spending the majority of our time on this journey. So that that's you know kind of a, a philosophical approach to this episode that. I you know I wanted to mention because it's something that's happened over the last week and you know the the guy on the plane he's like oh, I'm sorry I didn't mean to bring the conversation and I was like well you know that that's just this is just life that's just kind of how things are and it's important to talk about that it's important to feel these emotions and and be able to um you know experience them with each other to whatever degree we're able to and um you know he 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 appreciated that and he agreed and so that's why I share it with you. So um, take that for, for what you want. Best ever listeners, I hope you're having a, um, 
a, a wonderful wrap up to your week. Hope you have a best ever weekend and I'll talk to you tomorrow. My friend Michael Blanc has an ebook that you'll want to download. It's called The Secret to Raising Money to Buy Your Next Apartment Building. If you're interested in getting started with apartment buildings but don't have the cash or credit to do it yourself, then this ebook's for you and it's free. Text the word secret, S E C R E T, to the number 38470. That's secret and text it to 38470.